everyone. Welcome to We Weren't Friends in High School, the podcast where I reunite with high school classmates from my graduating class of Wissick in High School in the suburbs of Philadelphia. I'm Brad Corbett, class of 2001. Special episode here, the very first best of the reunion special last year for the one year anniversary. We had a special two night reunion special with as many former guests as I could shove into one Zoom room. And we just had a great time reuniting, connecting, telling stories, and catching up with each other. In this first clip, night one is just getting acquainted. We're getting started with Alicia Conti, Kelly Rosario, Daniel Cataldi, and Alea Bradshaw. They're all seeing each other for the very first time in a long time. <laughs> Hi, Alicia. Hey, I actually just talked to Heather and I said, I really hope that Kelly's on <laughs> because Heather and I were talking about how we loved that we were all friends yeah. and we had the, those nicknames like Heather and I still talk about to this day. Yeah. Like yeah. that was so fun. And I'm yeah. so glad you brought it up in your podcast. I like loved it. I was so happy. And I'm like, I hope I get to see her. Like I miss yeah. her. Yeah. I, I still cannot read your guys well I'm, i haven't been on facebook in months but i can't read your names on facebook without like your nickname being yes same with me and you'll never be rosario i'm sorry like right that's gonna happen <laughs> so funny I, I i always joke with my parents i'm like when i got married i upgraded to a much shorter name because my last name was a lot i had i got beesworth i got bradsford i got all kinds of stuff growing up yeah. i was like yeah i upgraded i needed that shorter last name <laughs> too funny hi danielle i saw you got a dog i'm so excited for you yeah he's got congratulations thank you yeah he's got a house congrats thanks someone is connecting mm. lay alaya It's good to see you, Alea. I have not seen you in, well, I've seen you on Facebook, but I haven't seen you like in motion in years. Hi. Hi, how are you? How are you? It's been years since I've seen you. I know, and it's so right. funny. I'm so glad the people who are on it so far because I've listened to all your podcasts. Right. <laughs> I really, like there's a couple that I have to listen to. So I'm like, oh, hard. It's hard to listen to all of them. Sometimes yeah. I forget and I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> I'm so behind on podcasts right now. Now, now no one has any personal uh, things, so. I haven't finished mine. <laughs> I'm halfway done. What, your own? My own, yeah. Mine took me a while to get through. Like, I, was, okay. I would listen to myself and cringe, and I'm like, oh. That's what I did the whole time. And then after half of it, I was like, forget it. I am yeah. so obnoxious. I'm done with this. Like, I'm, I can't listen. I'm, I hate myself. I take all criticism, and Alicia knows this. I put all criticism on myself. If people, if people don't like a particular episode, then I feel like I didn't approach it the right way. I feel like you handle everyone very well. Yeah, yeah so do I. Me go. too. Yeah. I'm surprised to hear you say that because I, I was, I was listening to you talk on the podcast, and I was like, God, he's really freaking good at this. Like, this has got to be made. This needs to be major. And then I would hear my own voice, and I'd be like, Why did I say that? Why did I say it that way? 
you know? <laughs> yes. That would mean my whole time. Like, why did I say it that way? I didn't mean it that way. Right. I meant right. It, but not that way. <laughs> yes. I criticized myself the whole time. But I think that's just how people, I think that's who we are. You know, like we just, when we're in the moment, we think everything's, you know, it's flowing smoothly. And then we have to go back to it and we're like, why did I? But you ever have like people imitate you, mimic you, like people that you work with or whatever? Like these, yes. people, like even the way that we talk, these are all, these are all a part of us and our personalities and our rhythms. And you know, for, I did radio in college for you know a few years, and so like I've mm-hmm. always like listened to myself and heard stuff the way like things that I say that I hate. That you know, you make mental notes that you try to change, but like if not, it's like you realize this is me. This is you know what I mean? Like, this is what I sound like. I can't. Yes. That is true, too. You have You're very, used to it. <laughs> you have a very yes. good radio voice. Yeah. Yes. It's yes. very yes. calming. It's very what? Calming. Yeah. Very, it's like low and like well, easy to yeah. listen to. Yeah. Very. When I first heard your voice, I thought, that is not him. Like, <laughs> I was like, what? that and then and then when i saw your face while your mouth was moving i was like this really is a mess right and i the weird thing is i remembered your voice from school like once started talk when you were talking i'm like you know what this that is what he sounds like that's that's his voice but i you know back in retrospect i didn't realize how incredible your radio voice is like it's yeah. it's almost mm-hmm. as if you and it's probably developed. do it on purpose <laughs> yeah. I love it. you could do like the sleeping like you you know like a hypnotized um like a hypnotism thing or you could do like those calming yes <laughs> well you know Definitely. what I was... yes, yes. like a meditation Yeah, that's it. You know what? Yes, you're on the beach. What's your dream gig? The dream gig was always like WDAS 105.3. Yes, Quiet Storm. Quiet Storm. Tony Brown. Yo, we need to make this happen. Yes. Yes. Got some jobs tonight. Followed by some Luther James. After that, some Teddy Pentagram. Never mind. Never mind. Oh my god, he's singing. (laughs) All right, next up, we're starting the second day of the reunion with Ryan Dunn, Eric Coxon, Brianna Sujak, Susie Spinelli, Jessica Ignalt, Kelly Morton, and Alea's back. And I've just taken my first edible for the night. Hey, Jess. Hello. How are you? I'm good. How are you guys doing? Good. So I'm probably the only one with light over here. It's only five o'clock. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was thinking. West Coast light. What's up, Jeff? How you been? Surviving. I hear you. <laughs> <laughs> Very chaotic over here right now. Damn. I can fires imagine. And fires and protests and. I'd say, especially in your profession, I'm sure it's a little bit uh, crazier than normal. Yeah. I'm grateful that I'm at the academy, but at the same time, I still got to hear a lot of nonsense on a daily basis from my coworkers. So it's very, it's a very tough juggle, but. Yep. Where are you in California? Are you in California? Mm-hmm. Where are you in California? East Bay. So 
from Oakland. I live, I work about 20 minutes from Oakland, but I live, it's about the same actually living about 30 minutes from Oakland. It's all the same each day. So right, not far from San Francisco, all that. So, hey. Totally random and off topic, but I need people to remind me from time to time because I can forget moments like this. I took two edibles right before this whole thing started. You know the last time, remember your last time on your birthday was the last time. I forget. I don't take them often. I usually take them at like uh, concerts, street festivals, and weddings. We do your birthday. And my birthday. birthday. Well, since since none of those things things happen anymore, you know, Zoom's like the the hottest thing going nowadays. So I got to take them now. It's funny because you said the same exact thing that before. What's that? It's funny because you said the same thing before when you took them on your birthday, and you're like, just so you guys know, you might have to remind me later. And like you said, later you were getting like texts, and people were like, don't forget you took an edible. <laughs> and I had forgotten. I usually always, <laughs> at a festival, I usually always tell a buddy, and I'll whisper in their ear, and I'll go, hey. Oh, you have a friend. I like that. That's like a, a reminder friend. That's good. Yeah, yeah. And I'll go, hey. I took an edible. Just let me know once in a while. And then when I'm getting all ramped up and stuff, they'll just tap me and go, yo, remember that edible? And I'll go, right. That's funny. More good advice. Let me write that one down. (laughs) You can be the recording secretary, Ryan. Just write everything down for us. Have an edible buddy. (laughs) Have an edible buddy. Have an edible buddy. I love that. That's funny. In this clip, night one, we're talking about how much time has passed, high school sweethearts, and we get a quick cameo from the man simply known as Coop. And I didn't, I didn't realize that 20 years was coming until maybe a few days ago, I was talking to my husband about, you know, uh, <coughs> college. And I was like, yeah, Temple's changed a lot since we left, since we met at Temple. And I said, Temple's changed a lot since we left. He was like, yeah, because you graduated like 15 years ago. And I was like, well, what? <laughs> mm-hmm. And then I said, well, if I got out of college 15 years ago, how many years ago was it when I graduated high school? And I said, oh my God, like I, I, when I look at my age and I realize that I'm close to 40, like I am closer to 40 than to 30 and that is, daunting but it's you know but we look good. I know I feel like we don't look at though so no, and yeah, I, feel I feel like we're good yeah. 40 is like the new like 25 exactly really is. like all my friends who have already turned 40 like they've had yeah. huge parties and it's yeah. like better because you have like more money and like <laughs> you can actually true. celebrate a birthday like versus in my 20s I couldn't afford anything right like, like in my forties, I can take a trip for my birthday. Exactly, that is so 20s, true. My close, my furthest trip was to the liquor store. That's where I went. Mm-hmm. It's <laughs> a mad dog twenty twenty. I, yeah. I do think it's remarkable though. Like I, when I look at my mom when she was forty, I feel like she looked so much older than I look or even feel in my forties. I still can't. I feel that way too. But is it that that? I don't know what it is though. Do you think it's just because we look at you know that generation as just like old, old anyway? <laughs> I mean, I think also the culture is different, and I think that 
because we are a new generation and there are things that are simply more acceptable or things that are less acceptable, you know, time has just changed. And so the way we live our lives have changed. And I think that that has a lot to do with um, why we don't, like self-care was not a priority when my mom was, is that cool? <laughs> hey, girl. Oh shit, what's up? The star of Instagram. I hate that you didn't do the interview with Aaron as well. You well that's because he and Brad were friends through a school. I know, but he has these rules. Like, <sighs> like right, I agree. So you know, like I it would have totally been nice to hear like both of your stories because you're together and like I don't know. I think that's nice. Like you've known each other for how long, and now you live the rest of your life together. Like that's that says something about our high school and how we were all like very close, and we we all like I don't know. We have a lot of high school couples, which is not normal. We do. I you know I always because I moved away um, when I was eighteen, and I I just came back a couple of years ago, and I don't really hear much, but I would love to. Like, I know Heather, I know Heather and Francesco, and I love that. I think that's awesome. But really, that's y'all I really know. Dan Patterson and Justin Hammond. Oh, right. Um, Steph Schneck and... Uh, Kyle Spies. Spies, yeah. Kyle. Oh, uh, okay. Um, yes, I remember. Yes. Your summer is freaking impeccable, Brad. Who else? I know. Like, he, he impresses me, like, because I don't remember anything. Yeah. Yeah. He, he remembers it all. I got my yearbook out to have for tonight because I was like, oh, well, that's my oh, you're prepared. You're prepared in everything. Oh I knew. This motherfucker talks about all the time how he didn't sign nobody's yearbook. I knew he signed my yearbook. And sure as shit. Second fucking page, he signed my damn <laughs> All right. So I did. I signed Alicia's yearbook and in it. I talk about how awesome it was to spend 12 minutes every day talking to Alicia because that was the time during high school senior year when I used to go to the library and I would hang out with Bethany Smith and Alicia every day uh, during my lunch period instead of eating lunch. And I forgot a lot of details of that period until Alicia reminded me and yeah, sent me a picture of it. <laughs> One this next clip with Ryan and Eric, Brianna and Susie, Jess, Kelly and Alea. We're talking back to school gear and some high school concerts. Of course, Dave Matthews Band. Sneakers fresh. Eric, what kind of sneakers would you have had? Uh, what, for back to school? Yeah, back in 2000. Uh, what? When, when did Iverson get drafted? 96. Probably Iverson. Like answer threes? <laughs> yeah. I had a pair of those in high school, too. Probably Iversons. I don't know. Maybe, I guess, Anthony P Penny Hardaway. One of the, some basketball. What is Shaq, Shaq Gnosis? <laughs> <laughs> some, some crazy, you know, whoever the basketball star was at the time. Wait, Shaq was always the worst, I felt, as far as, like, apparel to wear. You never wanted to have Shaq gear. Yeah. It sold it at Walmart. Nobody wanted it. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> Nobody wanted it. I might have had that. <laughs> <laughs> 
that used to be some of the you know most exciting times is the back to school shopping. I guess I, you know kids this year got it different. I'm sure back to school shopping is different. Uh, going also, to the outlet, picking out clothes. No pants. <laughs> yeah. If you could see what my kids are trying to wear, like Ave, my daughter, it's it's crazy because she's now like an adult. You know, she's like not an adult, but an adult size. Like she's five four. Like she's like a taller kid and she's wearing like trying to wear my clothes and like just wearing oversized baggy clothes trying not to wear like she wore a tie-dye shirt the other day and like paisley joggers and i was like i don't know where any of these clothes came from in my drawers but like she doesn't want to go back to school shopping she just wants to wear the most ridiculously like oversized crazy ass stuff it's so Maybe weird. that's the trend now. Yeah. And they don't care about going to Walmart or Target or anything. They're like, we don't care. I'm like, okay. That's so nice. Yeah, I, you know, I was just thinking about that today. I was like, why do they not care? Why did I care so much? Like, they don't like, care about nothing. They don't care about that's anything. So like, I didn't want to shop at Kmart. I only wanted to go no. to Jack. And, like, and Ava's like, I'll wear your clothes. And I'm like, you're literally wearing, like, one of my T-shirts that I had in a bag from when I was in high school. And she's like, okay. <laughs> right. I find that weird too. That that's because vintage is in. That is yeah. in. Well, and she wears all my shoes. Like no, shoes. It's just so weird. Slap forty dollars, fifty dollars on that thing and sell it. I should. I should go through all my stuff and sell things. Because <laughs> everyone, I'll say it's vintage. It's vintage. <clears throat> A lot of people buy vintage stuff, though. That's like definitely a trend. You know, definitely a trend. Like all, oh, all the old it. concert shirts, all that stuff. Like when we were kids, all those concert shirts go for like over a hundred dollars if you can find them now. Which is crazy. It's crazy. Like wow, yeah. your dad, you right. All, all your Dave Matthews shirts. <laughs> they mean they mean too much to me. You should make a blanket out of them. You have a lot of Dave Matthews. Is that for real? <laughs> no. I always give him a hard time about Dave Matthews because he coined me like that girl in high school because I went to a Dave Matthews, a few Dave Matthews. Everyone was that. Like everyone fucking liked Dave Matthews and it's driving me. That's what was like so wild about, <laughs> about Barclay's podcast was her saying she's been to one concert her entire life. And it was Dave Matthews, it's wasn't it? Dave fucking Matthews. I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> I went to my first Dave Matthews concert with Susie. Wow. I hated Dave Matthews. I hated them. And Susie's like, you're going to love them. It will be great. And then I think we ended up going to like eight Dave Matthews concerts together. We went to so many. And then... The tailgating um, was so much fun. I think it was, that was the biggest yeah. part of I mean, I like Dave Matthews though too. But Brianna, when I remember Pam Lacey got us... She got us tickets. Floor tickets. Wait. You two, Evolution Wait, Tour. Kelly, did you go to that? Hands down, the best concert I've ever been to. Hands Kelly, down. Did you went to the Insane concert, the first Insane concert that oh, we went to yeah, with Jen for Shin. Sure. For sure. And it was like $15 for tickets, and it was in the Electric Factory. And I'd never heard a song, and Jen Shin was like obsessed. She's like crying. Crying. <laughs> like crying. And she was like doing the dances with it. And we were like, what is she doing? <laughs> oh, my God, I remember. And Chris Kirkpatrick or something from Pittsburgh, and he was, like, trying to amp us up. Oh, it was so weird. 
Wow. He was probably about 30. He was our age then. <laughs> Is he like 50 years old now? Yeah. <laughs> so weird. That is so weird. Shout out to Chris Kirkpatrick and Jen Shim. In this next clip, back to night one, Holly and Leslie join the combo as the girls discuss how COVID has changed their lives, especially Kelly, who is a school teacher. Well, for those of you who don't know, I am a teacher also, <laughs> and I have two school age kids who will be learning virtually while I will be teaching virtually. I don't, I don't know, know how you're going to do that. That's hard. That's really hard. Magic. Magic. I wasn't really worried about going back into a school building, but I have kids and I was worried about my kids going back into school buildings. And because they go to school, the public schools um, out here, I was concerned that they might be exposed to a kid whose parents had done what I'd done in the past, dope them up yeah. with Tylenol and push them out. Yep, you know? say go to yeah. school. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And yeah, so, that's what I was afraid of too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I feel yeah. for, you know, I do feel blessed that I was able to, that I'm able to work from home this school year, but I'm very intimidated by, and, and I consider myself a pretty decent teacher. Um, I don't intend to teach long because I don't believe teachers should stay in the classroom until they're burnout. I think you should know when your time is up and and leave. And move on. And move mm-hmm. on. So you don't come to class with an attitude, but I um but I consider myself a pretty decent teacher and I'm still scared. I'm still scared of how I'm gonna be able to navigate teaching and making sure that my kids are getting a good quality education. It's tough. It is. Yeah. I don't envy that position at all. These teachers really have a a task. Yeah. A lot. I have friends who have retired early. I have friends who have resigned last year because they kind of already sensed what the district was going to do this year. Um, where they were, they were, where are you now, Kelly? So I'm in Southern Maryland. I'm in Charles County, Maryland, which is, um, well, I live in Waldorf, which is, Oh, no shit. Okay. You're, hey, you're not too where that is. I was like, what? <laughs> where were yeah, you? Yeah, you're like the other day. You're like, an, I don't know, 45 minutes away from me. Where are you? You're I'm in DC. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It depends. Oh, really? You see, I'm like, thir- it could be 30, 35. I'm yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. Like, that, this is a scary topic for us, you know, the school thing. We can't have the conversation without. My son, he's like, I really want to be with my friends. My daughter's like, I'm really scared to be around people right now. My husband, uh-huh. he's, he's military and he don't want it either. So um, we just were like, it's best for everybody uh-huh. to stay home. Yeah. Here we are now. So I'm not allowed to go anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> I just stay in the house. Like I've been in my house for months. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Store, say, store. That's it. Yeah. I haven't seen you outside. <laughs> I don't go there. <laughs> I don't go there. I don't go there, Holly. Because <laughs> I want to go I sit in my house. That. It's ridiculous. Like, I can't. Mm-hmm. I mean, what I have asthma. Mean? That makes me nervous. My son has asthma. So, like, you know, I just, I, I can't. I can't. I'm sorry, guys. I have to go because I have family visiting. But oh, well. Oh, Callie, it's so good to see you. Oh, it was to you. Thank you. Good I'll luck on the book eventually. But bye, uh, if you do this again, let me know, okay? I'll be here. Yes. Bye, bye y'all. Bye, Callie. <laughs> A little bit later on night one, Rachel Kim and Mike Clyburn joined Tom Scuderi, Leslie McNitt, Alicia Conti and Danielle Cataldi to talk about the missing Doug King. Oh, oh my gosh. And 
<laughs> I'm not. I'm not surprised by that. What well, I remember how we used to buy each other cookies to be like, oh, you should ask Doug out, or oh, you should ask so and so out. I'll buy you a cookie. It was yeah. like me, Heather, you, Tom, and Doug. Yeah, and so Doug, Doug King, I also dated for like two weeks because we were on the same school bus. And then he broke up with me too because I moved and we were no longer on the same school school bus. <laughs> Has anybody heard from Doug? I feel like he's like super mysterious and everybody's and he's been talked about a lot. Yeah. I'll tell you what, yeah. Doug went from like my best friend to didn't know where he was in like an instant. Haven't heard from him in fifteen years, I'd say. So wow. anyone I've ever asked about Doug, no one knows anything about him. Training high jump skiers. That's what that's what, what Chris Warren says. Wait, Tom, do you keep in touch with Doug? No, I was just talking about that. And I, in fact, even like five years ago, I could still remember Doug's parents' phone number at their house. So I called his parents and left a message at Christmas and was like, Merry Christmas. Just wondering where Doug is, if you can like get me a number. And they never called back, but like. Oh, wow. That's so sweet though. We didn't have like a, a, we didn't have a falling out or anything like that, but he literally just like. He disappeared. disappeared. I actually know exactly how that feels. So you guys were talking about something a few minutes ago. I just want to kind of circle back to it. How many of us had middle school relationships? Like just out of curiosity. Zero. I feel like did I went out with Tom, did. Doug, everyone. I didn't really have boyfriends in middle school. Nope. I feel like well, I remember the, a, a grade school relationship for Alicia. Yeah, definitely, Tom. And that's why I wrote that in your yearbook. I hope you find a girl who like can stand you. Because you're a pain in my damn ass. I feel like I remembered you like kissing Richie Valiga. Yes. On I the did. playground, and it was like or Richie Valiga. Richie, yes. Richie was Kelly Brooks' boyfriend, but he went to a private high school. He was in our neighborhood, so he went. To, but he went to middle. He went to elementary school with us. Yeah, yeah at Bluebell. Him and in fourth grade, gave me a little like cubic zirconia pair of earrings or a necklace or something. <laughs> so sweet. And then he dated Melissa Morgantan. For like oh a yeah! In elementary school, they used to kiss on the playground. Yes, yes. like Richie Malika was very advanced with giving gifts and with dating in elementary school. Were you guys in the pod together? Yeah, we were in C pod. C pod. And I was saying that in my episode, I was like, I remember it was Alicia, Heather, yep. me, and do you remember Wendy? Yeah. Wendy hit. Yeah. Wendy hit. Yeah, Wendy hit. We were friends Gwendolyn. with her. softball with her. Gwendolyn. Yeah, yeah she, um, And then yeah. she moved. Or no, wait, she switched school. She lived in Jill Monteleone's neighborhood, right? Yes. Oh, my God. Do you remember Jill Monteleone's parties? They were so fun. So many names that I still have to find out there. In this next clip, Holly talks with Alicia, Alea, Leslie, and Danielle about her podcast episode, and more of her perspective on the Wizahickon rumor mill. Because it's been, like I said to some of you that were here before, like I've, it's been a year for the podcast. And That's crazy. And it's still doing so well. Yeah. Congrats. 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 Congrats.
Barkley, yeah. I haven't listened to that yet. That was a very different one for every. Oh my gosh, I it's cried, heavy. okay? I was oh, I, yeah, I can't listen to that like now. five minutes I cried for her. Oh, it's shit, heavy. I know. I just kid. didn't expect it to go that way. And so, like, I was just like, oh, my God. Like, what? I, I didn't know what to do. Like, I was interviewing her or something. Like, it was horrible. Uh, <laughs> I just felt bad. Like, I just felt bad. Like, I just kept thinking, like, oh, my God. Did I did I hurt this girl in some way? Even though, like, I don't know. It was just a whole. So I felt so bad. That. I'm so glad you said that because I feel like I felt the same exact way. And I was like, I wonder if everyone listening to this is thinking, because I think we all know that she had a really tough time, that she was very much picked That's on. what I said. I'm like. But I don't know if and I, you know, I actually I did it to her. I, I, I have to be honest. Her band. She used to play the trombone, right? Yeah. I remember her in band. I, remember um, I, I don't, I don't know if I knew her. I mean, but I left with the Hicken in the ninth grade. This was a situation where, like, this was from kindergarten, yeah, all the way through. And so, um, like, see, I didn't listen. I haven't heard. Just listening to her perspective just broke my heart. Like, yeah. <laughs> but I, I guess I, I witnessed what she was talking about, and it just made me feel. It's like, are are any of us safe? Like, I, I don't know. Because we were all kids, and right? right. Yeah, I yeah. Think we the all whole time, so. I was just like, I hope that you know, it's yeah. just crazy that it. I love these podcasts because we get to talk about these things and we get to bring these things to light. Um, I loved it. I love the podcast because I think it's important, but it was really difficult. It, it was yeah. really difficult. Really difficult. I forgot actually that she was friends with Amanda Ross and Emily Arnold. And oh my one God. thing that I, I didn't remember, I, the, I forgot that they were friends, Amanda but Arnold. I think I knew that they were friends. But one thing I've that actually... I didn't talk about on my podcast was I was always fat, like for forever since I was little, like probably seven years old. And Emily Arnold and Amanda Ross said, we don't understand why Alicia's popular. She's fat like us too. You did say that on your podcast. No, I don't think I did. I told you, you guys did. that. In the no, what? Your podcast. I didn't talk about it on my podcast, did I, Brad? I don't think I did. I don't, yes, I don't, did. I don't remember hearing that. That might have been edited. No, and I was really, I was very upset because I was like, <laughs> that's not fair. Like, I'm, I know I'm big. Like, I get it. But you're ultimately bullying me now, too. Because yeah, people do. When you bully people, it's because you feel a certain type of way about yourself. And then you put it out on other people because you don't like what something about you. And you're putting it out on others. And that, yeah. that wasn't right of them to do to me. Emily yeah. was not. And still, I'm 37 and I still remember that. Like, it's not yeah. feelings. Like, Alicia's mm. too, and she's popular. Like, we don't get it. Do you okay. think that it was more challenging in other high schools based on, like, like when I went to college, like my friends were definitely not as experienced. It didn't feel at the time, like Wissahickon was a very like brutal or ruthless type of experience. And I don't know if that was just my, like I had, a, that was just my personal view. I'm, curi I'm curious if you guys like think that's how it stacks up to other high schools I, from I mean, that standpoint. I left, I left Wissahickon in ninth grade, not by choice, um, but more like because of how things were going for me in the school and my mom was going through a divorce. So we were 
Like I didn't have a choice. Heather stayed um, and I had to go. So I, you know, was like terrified to leave. But at the same time, I was like, all right, well, maybe it'll be a fresh start to go to a different school and be around different people. Because I mean, Wissahickon had its pros because like on one hand, we all knew each other. Like, even if we weren't Mm -hmm. friends, friends, Mm -hmm. like I remember being out and hanging out with every single one of you, even though we weren't Mm -hmm. like, like we didn't talk on the phone. We weren't like, Hey, what are you doing on Saturday? But yeah, we we all still knew one another. You know, we, our Mm -hmm. our groups, our circles came together. Um, that had its pros and its cons. I feel like, because you know, everybody talked so much and once one person said something, it just got around to everybody mm. and yeah, that, was that was it, it. game yeah. over. Like, it doesn't matter where the truth started and where the lie ended. Like, it just, it just no, kept it going and going and going. Um, so going mm. from like, what was the Hicken where there, like we said, there was what, 350 kids or something like that in our graduating class. And I came up to North Penn there's 1,250 kids in my graduating class in North Penn. And that was like, holy shit. But I think North Penn um, had a pretty big party, like rough party scene too. Just, it was different, like different than Wissahickon because Wissahickon, I think was pretty hardcore. But I mean, I, correct me, I mean, I could be wrong in my opinion, but I feel like at the time when we were teenagers, it was kind of like party central everywhere. We were in, you know, one of the richest counties, the richest county maybe in Montgomery County. Um, so I think the drugs of choice were more readily available. Were more, and, and also were close to the city. Yeah. But, but yeah. Also, you can go in and get port. weed anytime. You're yeah. close to New York, close to a port. Close to New York to a port. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And I, and I think also, I think when you, you know, if you were to talk to your parents, they probably all, you know, my mom was a hippie and I remember my mom. Mine too. Me, yeah. I remember my mom, you know, my mom was a, was a, a partier in high school and she didn't go to college, but I know she, she knows people that were partiers in college and in every, you know, TV show movie, there's always people that are, you know, at different levels of partying than other people. And I think the same way we talked earlier about how there were some crews that just drank Right. There's also crews that did nothing at all. They, you know, hung out with their friends and they just did nothing. Went um, to the movies or went bowling or went to board and golf. But like the <laughs> stuff that like that I was hearing about were the things that I was hearing about from the college season. The things I was watching in the college seasons of 90210. You know, so that's what I like. I equate it with like the just that type of that party style of stuff that, you know, so when we talk about when Leslie, you asked, like, was it more advanced or it just seemed out of, out of reach. I don't, you know, like I don't, for, for, I think for people that didn't experience it out of reach. And I think, so when you talk about people that maybe you met in college or like when Tom talks about in college, I think those things were probably out of reach, but I'll bet there was some population in all those other kids' schools that were doing some of that, even if it was much smaller or their school population was so much bigger, it you wasn't. You didn't notice. Known. Yeah. But what I, what I meant was like, was okay. Wissahickon more brutal than other, like, I think Holly, like your point about having anonymity in North Penn makes a lot of sense, but like, yeah. was Wissahickon more brutal from a like, yes. the way we treated Hand, each other standpoint? Hands down. Hands yeah. down. 
Yeah. My kids say that now. My kids used to go to Williams-Hicken, and now um, they go to North Penn, and they always tell me that, like, it was so quickly, like, they told me they couldn't handle it. It was that bad. I feel like it's with the Hicken, there was, no, like, there was no bounce back. Like, if if somebody said something negative about you in Wissahickon and you know it was like there was no bouncing back from that there was no like recovering at least in my experience it was like okay well once once certain things were said that was it like I felt like I couldn't even walk into school like and look at anybody in the face because Mm -hmm. I knew what I was going to be faced with like whispering in the hallway or the snickering or the secrets or like nobody wanting to sit with me at lunch or like the people that did want to sit with me at lunch weren't doing it for a genuine reason and like god forbid if I was ever even like seen talking to a guy I must be sleeping with him like it was it was literally hell and it it, there was no coming back from it so and you know like at a certain point I think I touched on like at at some point I was just like well well, screw it like if people are going to think this of me then you know fuck you like what are you going to do? But, um, and that I think I missed a lot of that because I went to tech school and I, I think I missed like a lot of, I don't know. Did you have, did you? I don't remember that either, Danielle, at all. Don't remember ever feeling like, like you weren't part of everyone else. Like I felt like you were, like I never really looked at you as like, those rumors, like, I don't really care. Even if that's not the, true, like, you're still cool. Like, that's I don't the price. Yeah, when I listened to your podcast, I thought that was more you than anything. Because I'm like, I never really, I don't know. You know what I mean? You know how, like, you think, you think things and it might not be really, like, I guess it's about perspective. Because I felt the same way. I didn't. I didn't really think, I didn't look at you like that at all. Like, I, I, you know what? I'll be honest. Like, I remembered that, Holly. I remembered that. And I, I remember not feeling that way about you. I remember thinking you were like smart and funny and liking you, but I do remember rumors. And I also like remember that thinking like that must have been hard for you to deal with and I remember ha- feeling like I needed to try to keep my name out of the rumor mill in high school oh yeah. like was, being afraid that people would yeah. be talking about like did I hook up with some guy on the weekend or did mm-hmm. I like do, go to some party or whatever I do remember trying to keep my name out of the rumor mill and I do remember you were like smart to do that because once it started it didn't stop and like it surprises me stop. to even hear anybody say that I'm over it now like I don't I don't give two shits yeah. like, over it now but it took a long time to get over it I didn't even feel like for a long time like I didn't even want to sh- like show my face in Ambler like I just was even like walking through and I grew up in Ambler like that it gave me anxiety I was like I don't even want to see these people I don't know what anyone's thinking about or you know and that's crazy but it all came from those experiences in high school and I think that like if you have a solid foundation and you have like a good group of friends to begin with and people know you then you know that makes a big difference I never I don't I never had that I'm not I don't I didn't mean to say like the rumors weren't there like oh no no I know what you were but I don't think that it ever changed 
at least from my perspective, it didn't change my opinion about you. I well, didn't thank believe you. them. I or think that they were real. We all really liked you, and oh, always well, nice to me, and you were always yeah. happy with me. So I didn't think it bothered you that much, which is why I probably didn't say anything to you, like, "Hey, what's going on with the rumors? Why should I bring yeah. them up to you when you probably well, feel bad about them anyway?" And let me treat you like normal. Yeah, yeah. that's like an uncomfortable. Yeah, thing I never knew like, you let were me not that talk affected about that by. Because yeah. she's a cool chick. Like I Thank like you. Her. You know, like why talk about that? But I do remember, yeah, <laughs> cheers. But I remember them and I remember just thinking, I don't care. Like, yeah. it doesn't matter to me. She's still cool, you know? I, I wish I had known all this in school. <laughs> and now in hindsight, I should have said that to you. Like, we don't care whatever people I are mean, talking about. We, we were kids, though, you know? know? Like, you don't know like, these things. And that's yeah, what we come out of the podcast. It's like, for people who are struggling, like Barclay or like Holly with the rumors, like to reach out to them, talk to them, like yes. ask them what's going on. Yeah, that is so important. Yes, I mean even now, like I always tell people, please just I I don't do anything. I'm here. Call me. Uh -huh. I don't care what kind. I don't care. It's two o'clock in the morning. I'm probably up. If you need to talk. I mean, we really need to work on that, all of us. I mean, yeah. all of us as a people just reaching out to people. And that's another reason why I love this podcast, because I think I, yep. it'll make it yeah. easier for us to do that, you know? Yeah, and that's funny that's enough. perspective, too. It's, I it's actually was... Oh, I'm sorry, go ahead. Uh, no, I think we're on a delay, guys. <laughs> I actually reached out to Rachel Kim, and I was like, oh, my God, we, we were like friends. And so her and I were supposed <laughs> to hang out after her so because of all this and blah 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 so after her podcast we were supposed to hang out right before the pandemic hit literally um, a day or two we've been like text we were texting and whatever and i'm like this is what needs to come out of stuff like this like yeah connected we all need to still like reach out to each other and say like hey we were friends at one point we could still chill and hang out we're still friends like yeah i out. think it would be right. so cool once right? like once totally. all this is over to like even if we just run out like a banquet hall yeah. or go, like, go down go delilah's. down we're going to delilah's i'm in Shout out to JP Meyer who popped in during that conversation. He was in the room during like just really heavy conversation. And we only got a little bit of time with JP. But if you want to see JP, he does talk. I promise you, uh, you can check him out on the video version at youtube.com slash red shirt player. Right before I did this reunion special, I had done an interview with Kimberly Pierce, a.k.a. Kim Borkowski, and I talked to Alicia during the reunion special about some of the things that Kim had revealed about her in her episode. Mm, Got to talk about it with you. You want to do it publicly? Are you going to? Yeah, you can talk about it publicly. That's okay. So Kim uh, talked. It's funny because when you talked about Emily and Amanda saying, why is Alicia popular? Kim mm -hmm. talked about kind of the sentiment of looking at you from afar and wanting to be you and be in your position. Oh, because I was fat. Yeah, she wanted to That's exactly what Emily and Amanda were saying. Why? Was we don't get why Alicia why? was popular because she was fat too. But has a memory of you saying to her that she will never be popular. I said that. That's what she's that's a, that's like a very clear memory that she has of you. 
So I was a bully. Okay. I want to see the receipts. Oh. It's okay. I mean, I, uh, honestly, mm -hmm. like I was a bitch a lot of the time too. So like I'm, mm -hmm. I'm or maybe I said that in retaliation because these people who also made fun of me, I was made fun of since I was very young. Like I got made fun of on the school bus by the Santangelo brothers. They lived down, I don't know if anybody remembers. Oh, I remember the Santangelos. They were sexy as hell, but they made, they called me. No, they weren't. They, they were kind of hot. <laughs> they were kind of hot. But they nope. made fun of me and my sister and I got made fun of like uh. a lot of the time. So I think that it's hard because I said earlier, a lot of the times bullying comes from where you don't feel okay about yourself. And it was hard for me to be in quote unquote a popular group being fat. That was not easy for me. It was always hard. None of the boys liked me. Like I was big, I wasn't attractive and that was hard. So I'm sure like I probably said something like that. I don't remember it. Like I would like the receipts, but I don't like put it past. If she remembers that, she remembers that. Well, you know, well, this way. here's a positive flip that they, they were, you know, I was fat and they didn't want to be me. <laughs> they weren't me and me, so, um, yeah. Well, you know, like, that's why when you were telling the story of Amanda and, and Emily and how clearly you remember, you said, like, I remember. I remember it, like. That's it. how Kim tells that, like, she remembers, like, you know, other things, like, no, that specifically, that story, I remember it. But. You will never I, be popular. That's exactly it. <laughs> But I, t you know, I not stuck up for you. I don't want to say stuck up for you because I don't want to, I don't want to discount her memory and her feeling. But you but, are my best friend. But what I did <laughs> say was that knowing you as I feel like I know you now, I feel like you would own the memory and say that you're such, a, that you're not that person anymore. And she honestly looks forward to possibly talking to you about being the fat girls in high school. She can definitely talk to me anytime. Reach out. Like I am, I was supposed to hang out with Rachel Kim. I'll hang out with whoever. Like I'm totally down. But so yeah, I'm like actually... I said, like I'm, I wouldn't put it past me. I was a bitch. Like I would not put it past me. But yeah, I have a memory of you though. I always thought you were nice. Aw, thanks, Danielle. Oh, yeah, I see. thought you were a bitch, but I right. loved you for it. Just to follow up, Kim and Alicia did talk privately, and uh, I've heard from both of them, and I'm pretty sure they squashed any uh, negative feelings that were kind of lingering out there. Um, and I think they both feel better, not just about uh, their past, but moving forward and just about who each other are in present day. And that was like, you know, for me, big smiles. I'm always glad to see that, that people are able to um, kind of come to a center point and, um, you know, like each other. In this second to last clip, uh, we're taking it back to the 90s. The MTV VMAs were going on while we were recording this. So we took this opportunity to look at what was happening 20 years ago on MTV. I read that the MTV movie Music Awards are on tonight. Oh, yes. yes. Wow. The VMAs. So I, I feel like Eric's watching them in the background. I'm watching the flyers. I'm watching. I got the flyers on. They gave up a goal. Yeah, I'm, I'm more fine. Yeah. It doesn't look good. Yeah, it was <laughs> pretty rough the other night. Yeah. Not the VMAs. You guys are <laughs> really showing your age now. In preparation for this, I actually looked up the 2000 MTV VMAs, which were hold like 
which was held like two weeks after this time. In was, two- it Lady Ga- was Lady Gaga at that one? Was that the one she wore the meat dress? No. 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 Brittany and Christina. I thought that online dating started two years ago and apparently no. started in 1995. Do you think <laughs> I know when Lady Gaga did anything? You remember everything, Brianna. This is shocking to Except me. for online dating and the VMA. That. I feel like it'd be like the hot. I feel like it'd be like the hot boy. That's Lady Gaga with a bubble around her head for today. This year is this this year? Yeah. Social distancing. Well, all right. Here's the the nominees for top hip for uh m or best rap video at the year. Yeah. One's got to be a Puff Daddy one. No. Two thousand. The nominees are Eminem, one of them. Party Up. Oh, yeah. Okay. Okay. Eminem, The Real Slim Shady. Yep. Eve, Love is Blind. Mm hmm. Dr. Dre, Forgot About Dre, featuring (laughs) Eminem. Yeah. And Jay Z, featuring UGK, Big Pimpin'. Oh, wow. Good song. Daisy is 50 years old. Wow. If you guys want to see any, any good shows, on BET, they got uh, these, like, short documentaries called uh, The Chronicles, but they have one of Rough Riders. Uh, they have one of Master P. Oh, yeah, yeah the Master really P one good. is good. And they will take you down memory lane. Like, the Rough Riders one, the <laughs> Eve, the, like, you get to see how she made that song. But, like, going through... They're like 40 minute episodes, five episodes. It'll take you back to memory lane. Like, did you see, uh, Jeff, did you see the Rough Riders one? No, I keep, I need to watch it. It's just been a hectic couple weeks when I get home from work. But I've seen the Master yeah. P one. That Master P one took me back to like uh, high, I high school lives. and college. It took yeah. <laughs> yeah, I got two episodes from Master P left. But that, yeah, they're, they're good shows. I've been watching. I've seen the previews for the the Rough Rider one, so then I like on my forty minute commute home, I've been banging DMX Pandora because I was like, I started getting hyped like seeing the previews. <laughs> I've been watching them, and uh, Leslie Weber has been watching them, and I forgot last night she wanted to see if we could like do the, if we could just throw out DMX quotes in the <laughs> last night because DMX is like they tell this story about DMX like no showing. Uh, some show and they call him like what are we supposed to say and he goes tell him tell him that real dogs eat blood and he's like yeah. what the fuck does that mean that was it was the music awards it was the MTV music, music, music awards he did it twice in a twice in a row two two thousand oh yeah i think I, like I don't 99 know, but... 2000 2001 yeah and they call he, him I, and he's like i didn't know he was such a crackhead I didn't know he was yeah, like he, that. But. Dude, was, he was he was gone. Like drugs was consumed him. I probably find out more watching that. But you just he has so much talent. Just the drugs got the best of him. Yeah, he was a crackhead the whole like they since like the, all of it. He was he was yeah. always like crack cocaine was his drug. I didn't know that. Like well, the crazy I thing. I always knew he was. I've known for a lot of years he was a crackhead. What I didn't know was he got hooked on crack by hanging out on the street. Some guy handed him a blunt. He was like 14, 15 or something. Yeah, and it was laced with crack. And the guy didn't tell him. And that's how he got hooked. Yeah, that's crazy. He's like crying on this document. I mean, it's a wild. It's a a great. It's good. You guys should check it out. I'm trying to tell you. It's like, it'll show you like, the backsides of all their stories, like not the not the limelight. 
Like, even Eve's story. I didn't know she was signed to Dre. You know, like, I didn't know any of that stuff. Dre had a lot of artists that he just failed with. Bust around. Until, until Eminem, until Eminem came. Them. He was like, here's my, here's my golden ticket. Just like Snoop. Yeah. Just like yeah. Snoop Dogg. Yeah. Um, MTV Best Pop Video nominations were Christina Aguilera, What a Girl Wants, Blink-182, All the Sort like things, Mandy Moore. Destiny's Child, Say My Name, <gasps> Britney Spears, Oops, I Did It Again, and NSYNC, <laughs> Bye, Bye, Bye. Jesus Christ, we're old. All those songs I could put on at any time and jam the fuck out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah they're, I just can't, they're all well known. Yeah. I can't say yeah. I haven't put those songs on in the last week. Those songs <laughs> are like all fucking epic. Yeah, they're all epic songs. Listen, I still listen to the Instinct Christmas album. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> good. Yeah, it's good. It's good. Happy holiday. Yeah, it was a jam. Yep. Was the jam. <laughs> And save the worst for last. In this final clip, Mike Clyburn reveals my last act at Wizahickon at Ellen Oplinger's graduation party, senior year, the mud pit. Sorry, Michael Kuhn. So fun. Wait, can we get back to what Brad? So Brad talks about in every podcast how he didn't sign anyone's yearbook because he thinks that he was like the dorkiest shit on earth when this motherfucker was actually friends. Mike Clyburn, I bet you I can find some shit. dorkiest disliked. Disliked. No, you're so weird. You're so, nobody disliked you, you weirdo. Stop being weird. Actually, there was a brief moment where I disliked you, Brad, and I just, I remembered it when we were talking about parties earlier. I thought you were a little obnoxious, but I didn't dislike you. So we were at a party, Brad, at Ellen Oplinger's house, and she had mud wrestling for whatever reason. Uh, I that was her graduation what? party. Yeah. You pushed me in. I had no change of clothes. I told you I had no change of clothes. And you were just like, no, you're going in. You just pushed me in. And I was just like muddy for the rest of the- I had to like sit in the mud pit. And I was like, I don't like that guy. And then I got over it. So you're cool. You're fine. Yo, Ellen Oplinger was cool. That's it. That exactly. <laughs> For that night, you were not my friend. That was graduation. That yeah, was the last just, time I saw you until yeah, I asked you to do a podcast. Just that, just that night, I was just like, yeah, no, no, we're out. I kind of remember that. I fought Vern in a mud, in a mud pit, uh, in a mud wrestling match. And I thought, I, you know, I like wrestling. I'm going to, I know moves. I can do, I'm going to put him in like an arm bar or something. Wasn't he a wrestler? Vern was like strong as shit. Vern, he's like... Yeah. Used to lift trucks for fun. Like who does this? Like yeah. did, I, I like remember him. Didn't he like wrestle in his little singlet? He whooped my. The only memory ass. I have. A Vern, Vern Cheetah. Oh my God, Vern whooped my ass. And his sisters, Nora, Nora, and Wendy. Yeah, Nora, yeah, Vern and boy. Softball with us, Alicia. Yes, that's I, why I know them. Yeah, yeah. I probably text Vern like every day. So, so yeah, you, you got you got beaten in a mud wrestling match. Oh, he whooped my ass, and I had scrapes and shit, and I was like, I thought Ellen oh, yeah. said this was, like, clean mud. Oh, yeah, there were rocks. Dude, there were oh, rocks in so much of my clothes. Like, you have no idea. Uh, that's why I didn't want to go in. I, I for, I and I was still, like, super awkward. So I was like, I don't know how to, like, I can't talk to people. See, well, that's I wasn't a cool kid. I wasn't invited to this mud wrestling situation. So. I did 
I don't know why Ellen invited me to stuff. I was That sounds amazing. I was in course, so I think like I had to be invited because everyone I knew was invited. Yeah, Brad, you talk a lot about like uh, not being at, invited to parties, and I'm hearing about mud wrestling in high school. Right? Yeah. The only wrestling. thing I went to was at the Hunt Club one time, and everybody was like getting <laughs> drunk and shit, and I was like, what? Like, I felt so out of place. Like, it was cool kids and me. I don't know how I got there. Yeah, you know, talking to Tom Beal the other night, um, he's like talking, and I was like, he goes, yeah, you know, just like hanging out with you and Scott and Ray and everyone. I was like, oh, shit, I feel like I think I went to your graduation party, too, at the firehouse. He's like, yeah, in Center Square. I was like, oh, yeah, I was there. Oh, shit, that sounds familiar. Did I, did I go to that? So that's another one, I guess. I forgot I hung out with Tom. Like, you are literally the worst. I want to thank everybody that made it to the reunion special. Uh, it wasn't easy to line up 20-some people and get their schedules uh, together for two specific days. But, man, everyone was so game and uh, just really in to have fun. And uh, hopefully we'll have something similar for this year for back to school. Uh, keep looking for that. I don't want to forget to mention thank you to Jeff Marcico, episode 228, available in the archives everywhere you get your podcasts. There's a trash truck out there beeping, but we're just going to keep powering through because that's what we're doing today. Go check it out. Also, youtube.com slash redshirtplayer. Jeff sent me some awesome swag, and uh, hopefully I'll get to wear some of it on the show uh, coming up here in the future. You know, I love a good hoodie and a hat. In two weeks, my guest will be Zach Rowe. Zach's wife, Maria, was on episode 227, and now we're going to get to hear the other side straight from Zach. His story's different. He has a lot of travel involved in his life and just a lot of perspective coming into Wizzahickon in 11th grade. We talk about a lot of different topics, so get ready. That is in two weeks on a Monday morning with my guest, Zach Rowe. Follow all the social media at We Weren't Friends in High School, Facebook, Instagram. You know the deal. That is it for me. I hope everyone has a great, safe holiday week, and I will talk to everyone in two weeks on a Monday morning. Later.